Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Wedding Dish. We're coming at you live over Full Service Radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, D.C., The Wedding Dish is the essential wedding podcast. We chat with real married or engaged couples um, or wedding professionals in the D.C. area. And on our mini episodes like today, we read listeners' stories or questions. You'll hear tips, tricks about wedding planning, gain wedding inspiration, and hear real-life wedding experiences. Wedding times a thousand today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the from the planning process to the celebration to heartwarming moments and funny stories. That's Sarah Alapin, co-host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of District Bliss and Photos from the Hardy. And that's Steph Norton, entrepreneur and producer of The Wedding Dish. Per usual, we have our little French friend Clouseau sitting by us on the floor today. He was naughty earlier today, so... Yes, he got in trouble and had to be carried across the street because he tried to run out in front of a scooter with all of his might behind him. Not, not cool, bud. Not cool. <laughs> Today we're going to be sharing listeners' stories um, and questions about the holiday weddings, proposals, and um, all that good stuff. Yeah, so today our first story is coming to us from Taylor, who used to live in Washington, D.C., but now lives in Dallas, Texas. Um, Hi, Taylor. Um, We already miss her. Um, So Taylor sent in this um, Christmas, I guess, proposal, the story of um, with her and her husband, David. So it goes... David and I started chatting on Bumble the day after Christmas of 2017. We met for the first time on December 29th and had our second date two days later on New Year's Eve at the Kennedy Center. David planned our second date before we even had our first date, and that's when I knew we were soulmates. We waited to kiss for the first time at midnight. The clock struck 12, balloons rained down from the ceiling, our lips locked, and we fell in love. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, it's really adorable. It's <laughs> it's like such a perfect um like the waiting to kiss for the first time at midnight is just so cute. Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> and um they met on my birthday. Mm. The day after your wedding anniversary. Interesting. Yes. Um so that's kind of I also have a Christmassy wedding story because I got engaged on Christmas Eve and then Years later, I ended up getting married on Christmas. I mean, three days after Christmas. Sorry, I'm getting over a cold. Um, because we tried to elope in Miami, and we couldn't like figure it out to get it together like quickly, quickly enough. So when we came back from our va- vacation, which we go there every year, we went to the courthouse in Arlington. So um, I never like planned any of that, but I super love Christmas. Like I still have my Christmas tree up and it just so so happened and it makes you feel like that good feeling, you know? So yeah, I don't know. Uh, Your Christmas tree went up this year in like October, didn't it? Yep. I love it. I might just keep it up because it matches white and it matches like our house. Really? Yeah. And it makes it really cozy, but I'm crazy. Like I'm crazy. Like I love Christmas. I'm sad it's over. (laughs) 
that's so funny. I did not know that about you. Well, I lived in Los Angeles for a few years, and it's not the same. Like, you don't get, sorry, people in Los Angeles, but you don't get that same Christmassy feeling. Because it's warm. Yeah, you don't, it's, it's different. It's still nice. And if you love Christmas, you still get the Christmassy spirit. But it's different. It's so much different from, like, East Coast Christmas. Yeah. Because it's still, like, cold out, and you still want to get cozy. And Well, and you also, um, coming from Boston, you grew up with, like, a white Christmas pretty much every year when we were kids, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know what climate change is impacting Boston. I don't follow Boston to that extent. (laughs) (laughs) But I do know, as growing up in Maryland, that when we did get a white Christmas, it was the best. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. We used to always get the business from anybody that was from New England about how schools would close for any, like, little tiny amount of snow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do that here with snow, too. Like, we had that snow flurry the other day, and... They, yeah, they closed out. Everybody went home at one o'clock. So that's humorous to me. Yeah, I thought that was also <laughs> funny. Yeah, as growing up during. Uh, but I love it. Like for everyone to go home is fantastic. So why oh not? my gosh. And I was when I was a teacher. I used to like check the weather like days out in advance to see if it was going to snow or sleet or anything that would possibly prevent Classic. school. That's funny. It's just like, it's fun. And then, you know, you get to sleep in for like an extra two hours. That's amazing when you get up at 520 in the morning. That's, that's yeah. when I used to wake up. Uh-huh. That's that's ugly. <laughs> yeah, it was not, not my favorite um, part of teaching, getting up at 520 in the morning. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound nice at all. <laughs> I had lunch at 1040. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was crazy. The schedule's so different. But okay, so my next, my email, my first email, I guess, is uh, Christmas in Barcelona and a surprise engagement. Um, ever the, <laughs> ever the sandbagger. Uh, at the beginning of December, Garrick threw me off the scent, telling me. I love also that there's no greeting to this email that she just dove oh, right okay. in. <laughs> no, I was hi, like, how's it going? Huh, okay. No, there's no setup here. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, telling me that there wouldn't be a proposal in 2017, um, but to know that it was coming right after the new year. Done. So we'll enjoy the holidays in Spain with his family, not worrying about it. After spending four relaxing days and five wonderful nights with the Kim Hartley clan, um, it was time to head to Barcelona for the remainder of our trip. Aunt Cluzy had arranged for an almost nine o'clock dinner reservation um, as a welcome date night at the city in a cute, quiet restaurant um, a few days after the family vacation started. So it was like a little like cute, you know, night they got to go spend by themselves. But was this the like in, like the what do you call that before the dinner before you get married? Uh, the the rehearsal? rehearsal was that it or no? No, no, okay, no. This was just they were going out they for like did, a special okay. dinner. They were just in Barcelona. They weren't getting married yet. No, okay. So they were Got just it. visiting um, his family. So I I've read this, okay. But um, I'll tell you, his family is from Kenya. Okay. So, um, well, they're actually from England, but they moved to Kenya. Okay. So I guess they were like meeting halfway. Got it. Halfway. <laughs> yeah. Meeting the middle. Um, yeah. So they met okay. in Barcelona. Um, so okay. 
So Garrick suggests leaving early to walk around and grab a glass of wine before dinner. Excited to explore the city and have some alone time with my honey, we headed off. We walked by the Arc de Triomphe, uh, not the French one, the one that's in Barcelona. <laughs> she clarified in this. There's a graffiti wall. Um, I later found out the arch was the original proposal plan, but the graffiti translated to something along the lines of F the tourists go home. <laughs> good to know. Um, <laughs> good thing he knew that. Uh, we continued walking to find a cute cafe um, and, that had tables out front, and it was overlooking the, the arch and the, and the square. No one was sitting outside. The temperatures seemed frigid to the Spaniards, but they were quite beautiful to us. Kind of like today. It's mm-hmm. 50 degrees, and Stephanie is, like, freezing, yeah. and I forgot to bring a jacket. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, but it... Uh, sorry. Lost my place. Um... Garrick ordered two glasses of red. We sat reflecting on the fun we'd had so far and speaking sweetly to each other as lovers do. Um, He excused himself to go to the restroom and pay the bill. Apparently, this was also the perfect opportunity to get the ring out of his pocket. And when he returned, we continued to be lovey. And then he said something along the lines of how amazing he thinks I am, how much he loves me and appreciates how understanding and patient I've been and something about wanting to continue to make it up to me at this point he had pulled the ring out of his pocket and was presenting it to me i'm not gonna lie i don't remember the specifics i kind of blacked out i could not believe it was happening he was proposing it was happening right then that's how she wrote it (laughs) Uh, it had been the furthest thing from my brain and not on my radar at all yes i said yes as he slid the ring onto my finger muttering this bloody thing better fit which it did (laughs) We were running late for dinner at that point, so we had to hail a taxi. I still think dinner, uh, at this point, I still think dinner is just the two of us. But on the way to dinner, Garrick apologizes for being selfish and proposing while we were traveling with his family and not being able to celebrate with mine. And I said, oh, there will be plenty of time to celebrate when we're back in the States. Upon arrival, the hostess begins taking us uh, toward the back of the restaurant. Oh, wonderful. We'll be at a quiet table in the back. The hostess continues walking us toward a private dining room, and I see Garrick, his parents, and brother. Um, Of course we're celebrating with the Andersons. What fun! As I enter the dining room, to the right of his parents, I see my mom, dad, sister, and brother-in-law standing, grinning ear to ear, beaming. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. I had been bamboozled. (laughs) It's such an underrated word. Um, I was in complete and utter state of shock and surprise. My jaw was on the floor. I was speechless. I have photos of this to show you later, and we will put on Instagram. Um, I kept looking from my family to Garrick back again. Uh, I could not believe my eyes, but... What my brain knew to be true was not what I was seeing. My parents were supposed to be in Indiana spending Christmas with my mom's brother and sister. Um, And my sister and brother-in-law were supposed to be skiing at Whistler and enjoying a private holiday. Both my mother and sister sent well-crafted text messages keeping up the charade, even making sure to send on East Coast time six hours behind Barcelona. Wow. That is really committed. That's, That's commitment. Needless to say, the evening was... Um, full of lots of love, laughter, delicious food, lovely wine, and a splash of kava. That's cute. That is so cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was such a good one. 
Oh, wow. Well, um, I think we should take a quick break. And then we have a few questions that we got, I think. And I will tell you my my holiday proposal story. Okay, great. Back in a second. are back thanks for tuning into the wedding dish everybody we've got a few um questions that we received from some listeners about holiday weddings so um we'll share those and kind of like what we think about what we would do in that situation yeah and before we get jump into that i just want to share that next week we'll be dishing with perfect blend oh i said perfect blend it's perfect is it perfect blend I think yeah, it's, it's perfect blend, isn't it? Perfect blend band. Yeah, I perfect think, blend band. <laughs> okay, um, which is funny because I wrote it down as perfect band, but Steph. <laughs> well, they we're s- just crazy here. It's not the blend or the band that's the special part about them. It's that they spell their name P E R F E K T. Yeah, perfect, and they, she goes by perfect too. Oh, uh-huh. so oh, that's cool. more the thing than like the blender, the band. But it is a band, and she is the manager of it, and we will be talking to her, and she's super great. So I'm excited to um, hear a little bit about her experience in the um, in the male dominated, as we talked about with Lucy Black Entertainment, a male dominated field as a manager. Right. I think that'll be really fascinating. Yeah, so that'll be a really cool. Um, tie back to see if she has the same experience that they've had and um and that you know we talked about on the show yeah and her husband's in the band too yeah so it should be interesting and um she's like juggling a lot of different tasks and stuff so like a lot of our guests are so she has a lot of good experience awesome yeah so um what's your first question (laughs) yeah so a lot of people asked and were asking about decorations or ideas for Christmas themed weddings Um, and so I guess we were thinking about a few different things but one of the things that came to my mind because we had Sarah and I had visited this tuck tuck shop that's in DC what's the name of it the not standard the not standard 
um, it gave me like a couple of ideas. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I was thinking like, cause they had a very kind of Vegasy tux that was black, but it was, uh, it had silver in it. It was very oh, showy. Yeah. So I was thinking that would go well with kind of like a, uh, an all white theme. So oh, yeah. white dress, the guy has a little bit of a sparkly tux and then white like white christmas trees white everything else you could do like mistletoe for flowers if you wanted to or little like um whatever like decorations yeah Um, white poinsettias yeah just keep everything really white um and that would look fantastic and then the other thing is kind of like i would do is maybe like a gold and green so if you've got your greenery you've got gold and a lot of places are already like decorated like that kind of um and then they had some nice like tartan um tuxes so I thought that would be really cute um I didn't really go- think too much into what the bride would wear but <laughs> obviously white in the white situation and then this one I don't know if you would do white I mean gold would be really pretty you if could you do did something gold. with like gold piping or yeah. gold sequins or mm-hmm. um incorporated like a gold or black even yeah, because that would look really nice with the um, with the tartan plaid. I mean, you could even do like the traditional uh, red, white, and black party, where like everyone wears white or black, and then she could wear red. That's pretty. Even yeah, that's really pretty. There are so many options for pu- like pulling together something that feels really like warm and holiday. Even just using twinkle lights has that. When they're around the season, it has that holiday feeling to them, mm-hmm. um, which I love. I love twinkle lights year round um, and candles and stuff. So, but you can definitely make that feel really like elegant and sleek and themed. Um, and I mean, you can always. It's never it's never great to ask too too much of your guests, um, but. You can always, you know, depending on how many people you have coming, be be mindful of your guests. If you're going to do the red, black, and white thing and have everybody wear either black or white, just be mindful of them. And maybe like if you know you're inviting people who can't afford something like that, just be be aware of those things when you're planning that type of thing. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it sounds super cool and I would love to go to that and I would love to be part of that. But um I know that not you may get some pushback from guests, so just brace yourself for that if you um, and just be mindful of everybody because you want everyone to have fun, even though it is your day and you are the priority. Yeah, and if you're having a smaller wedding, like smaller, like you and your husband, then you can splash out on on a tux and a dress, and that's it. You know, yeah. so then you can have really lovely photographs and you can make it look really Christmassy, and yeah. Yeah, we did California black tie for ours because um, we only had 19 people, including my husband and me. So um, it was easy to, to do that. And I know other people do black tie for um, bigger weddings and stuff. But, um, you know, that's my experience, not, yeah. <laughs> not everybody. Yeah. Um, so we also got a question that was, um, what if you are not particularly interested in having your wedding feel holiday themed but the venue has holiday decor out because you were getting married around the holiday season um so i guess for that you could ask the venue to move things or take some things down 
there a dog just walked by, guys. Can you hear a little munchkin man? Cluzo. Come here, bud. <laughs> um, so uh, you could definitely ask them, but that might not happen. So you need to be prepared for that when you're planning your wedding day. Um, and um, it's actually I just had a recovered memory. My cousin got married on um, like December 18th or something, which I thought was funny because his birthday is December 17th. Um, and there was a Santa bar crawl. And when they saw the wedding inside like the glass windows at, at that restaurant, and it was a venue in, um, in Cleveland, Ohio, they all came in and they picked up the bride and they were like dancing with the bride on their oh shoulders. Oh my God. So the photos, I never got to see the photos. They didn't share the photos with us, but I like have been dying to see those photos <laughs> since that day. Cause I think that would just be like, what a Abducted great during a Christmas bar crawl. <laughs> how your funny. Um, and she was like laughing so hard, just living oh it up, God. having the best time. But imagine like 15 Santas come into your wedding and just like hoist you up on the dance floor and like dance around with you. <laughs> My gosh, I totally forgot about that. That's funny. Um, but, uh, Yeah, so I mean, you can ask the venue to move some things, especially if it's in the main part of your space. But um, I think to some degree, you may end up having to just lean into that there will be a few things and try to incorporate decor that will make those things feel less like Christmas and just more like greenery or whatever the case may be. Um, It's pretty unlikely that a venue is going to have like a Christmas tree in the ballroom but they may have it in the lobby or whatever. And, you know, if that's where you wanted to have photos taken, they're not going to take down like a 25-foot tree, unfortunately. Um, But, you know, you can always incorporate the little parts of it that'll feel really fun, and you can definitely make it your own for sure. Okay, great. That sounds good. Um, And then we also got another question. If you are having a New Year's Eve wedding, what time would you start the wedding if you're going to have everybody stay until 1230 or one in the morning. Have you ever been to a New Year's wedding? No. So I went to one a couple years ago. Um, it was one of actually one of the girls that attended my wedding. Uh, one of the only people that wasn't blood family. Um, and they started the wedding. I want to say it was like around nine o'clock because it's a long night. If you have all of your guests there from like, four or six o'clock until yeah. after midnight. Good point. Yep. That's a, a long time, a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to have to space out that food um, and have the cocktail hour run long and that kind of thing. I don't think they had, they didn't have a seated reception. So what they did was, um, I, th- I want to say their ceremony started at like nine, um, which I guess if you have older relatives that you want to include in your wedding day, keep that in mind. Um, when you're planning that kind of thing, because that's some, definitely something to consider. Um, also, if you're getting married in a church or something, that could be like midday. And that's, um, yeah, you may just, you know, keep all those things in mind. That's a lot of logistics and moving parts. So you just may, I would say, hire a planner so you don't have to do those logistics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so... I think they had the ceremony at nine and then it went immediately from there into a cocktail hour that was like in the round. 
And then it was on two floors in like a historic mansion in Philly. And um, they had like they dropped glitter and balloons Beautiful. and confetti at midnight. And That's then so pretty. Um, but the cocktail hour was just kind of moved into dinner. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't two definite things that were separate, um, and, which I actually was a little confused about at the time because I didn't know that was going to be the case. So I was trying not to eat that much at cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, wait, I don't think there are enough chairs in here that they're having a dinner that I should definitely, <laughs> I need another plate of food. Now. Yeah. You need that like on the the schedule, like yeah. before you go in. Yeah. yeah so it's people always, know what they're getting into. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if she said something about it or if it was on the wedding website, um, but I missed it. That sounds so, fabulous. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, unfortunately, Philippe had to work that night. So I like, well, he went with me, but then he had to go back to the hotel because he needed to go to bed before midnight. We're not big New Year's people anyway, but I it was like just a really fun experience. And her dress had um, like a shimmer underneath a layer of, uh, God, what is, organza maybe? Is that the right material am I thinking of? It's not tulle. It's like the one that's sheer that... I think it's organza. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I haven't used those terms in so long because you really only use them when you're going <laughs> wedding dress shops. Okay, it's like chiffon, but like smooth. If that makes sense, sure. Steph is looking at me like I have no idea what you're talking about. But keep going ahead and just ramble on and on, Sarah. I'll just sit here and nod at you. <laughs> Um, I just like the tea here. Like the tea is so good. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely enjoying some amazing tea. If you guys come to the Line Hotel, it's um, the lobby, the little like lobby cafe. It's Mount Olympus yeah. is the tea. It's a organic, so good, uh, caffeine free tea. It's yeah. delightful. Yeah, yeah. This is our rosé of the week because um, Steph is still not feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I'm not opposed to drinking alone, but I figured I could do some tea today. I appreciate it. I don't want to drink my tea alone. Plus, you're never really alone when the dog's there. That's true. (laughs) Um, So anyway, that's my thought on New Year's. I think you can really like lean into it. um, But definitely, I would just, I would hire a planner. There are just so many more moving parts with a New Year's thing. What a great venue, though, like a Philadelphia mansion. Like a whole historic Yeah, Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's so great. I would love to be a guest at a wedding like that. Yeah, and it had like a speakeasy vibe upstairs with like old um, velour couches that were red and like that, you know, like those Mm -hmm. old school, um, heavy, big couches and like pool, old pool tables that look like they weighed 10 bazillion Mm -hmm. pounds. And, um, awesome. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Yeah. It was really cool. And it, it made it feel like there were enough spaces that you could go to. So you weren't just like necessarily on the dance floor the whole night. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I probably was on the dance floor (laughs) the whole night, I mean, (laughs) I I don't specifically remember. Um, it's funny that the things that I remember most about that wedding were like little moments that um, she did like special little things for each of her guests too, the way that I did for at my wedding. Um, so I remember those things that she did that were really sweet. That's nice. Yeah. So um, 
And then uh, Steph told me during the break that I have never shared my proposal story with her, which I didn't realize. So you guys are going to get to have uh, real-time interaction with Steph over this. Hi. She looks very uncomfortable. (laughs) Any surprises? She hates that. (laughs) Um, So we got engaged... um, right before we were going to be spending some time with Philippe's family. Um, And it was like we were doing like crazy cleaning and just getting things organized in the house. And um, and I was like in a ton of pain because I had just injured my ankle um, and foot situation. Um, It was like right after that happened. So um, it was mid-December and I'm doing dishes and Philippe comes in and He set something down on the table and then went, um, we were at the time living in DuPont, actually like three blocks down the hill from here. Um, And uh, he set something down on the table and then he went back to the um, bedroom and I was at the sink. So I was facing the opposite way. So I called hello over my shoulder and then he, you know, kind of was like going to change into his, out of his work clothes and whatever. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, whatever. I'm just going to keep doing these stupid dishes. So I do the dishes and I had washed one of our nice wine glasses because I think I had used it the night before. Um, and he, um, so he comes in and he's like, hey, you know, how's it going? Gives me a kiss. And um, I finish the dishes and, and he says, would you mind going and getting some wine glasses? And so I knew I had just washed a wine glass. So I went over and I got one wine glass from the wine hutch. And then I came back with one wine glass. And he's like, where's mine? And I was like, this one's yours. Mine's in the dish rack. And he was like, what? No, go get another one. I was like, I don't want to get another one. Like, why? You know, my ankle is bothering me. Like, I don't want to walk back and forth. And I'm like complaining about it. (laughs) And I go back to the wine hutch and the second glass that was hanging there had the ring on a necklace <laughs> so I just didn't even see it and then I'm like grumbling the whole <laughs> way back over it <laughs> and then I saw the ring and I just stopped and I'm still holding that other wine glass upside down and I just stopped and stared at it and then I super slowly turned around when Philippe said my name and made this face <laughs> Which, Steph, do you want to describe this face? It's like a surprised face, but also, like, irritated. It's like, <laughs> it's like a, thank God nobody was photographing yeah. it. Because I really didn't understand what was happening. I was so confused and, like, just made, uh, everything I think crosses my face. So, um, I I was not the right candidate for a proposal with a, photo, with a photographer. That would have been awful for me. <laughs> Um, but then he asked if I would marry him and, and of course I, uh, I said yes. Um, and I sat down on his knee, still holding the one wine glass, still not having touched the ring or anything (laughs) and like gave him a big hug and like cried a little bit and kissed him and stuff. And, um, and then (laughs) I was like, I guess I should go get the ring in that way. (laughs) It was it was embarrassing. It's a, I'm actually turning bright red now that I'm telling this story. I should have thought this through. Um, but anyway, so uh, it was good, and then we got to. But celebrate. it was it was during the Christmas season, right? It was yeah, it was mid December, December thirteenth, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I like that. 
Yeah, nice. so it was fun. And then we got to spend some time celebrating with his parents. Um, and of course, then we spent until like 1130 at night or something on the phone and had to get up at like three in the morning or something to like go pick people up and stuff. So it was just it was just crazy. But uh, it was good. It was we were definitely riding a high that whole <laughs> that whole time through the Christmas and holiday season and from my birthday yeah. and everything. It was super fun. That's and nice. my birthday is also his mom's birthday. So usually we celebrate my birthday on the 28th which is Steph's wedding anniversary. That's right. And um, and we celebrate hers on the 29th. And then, um, so this year, that year, it was like kind of different and fun because it wasn't just her birthday on our birthdays. It was mine too because we were celebrating the engagement and kind of felt mm-hmm. like more of a combo. So that was fun too. That's nice. Yeah. So it was fun. We had, um, it, in our little apartment, we had our Christmas tree on a TV tray because our we had a two-bedroom apartment for eight and a half years with one bathroom. I don't know how we lived through that. Um, but <laughs> we had a TV tray next to the radiator that I put this gold thing on. And then I would put the, like, tiny tree Cute. next to it. Aw, that's nice. Yeah. And we have a tradition of getting ornaments everywhere that we travel. And we my family gives them to each other and stuff. So we have um, – so all of our ornaments were, like, sentimental. So it was, like, kind of fun. And then, you know, we got ornaments, obviously when we got engaged so that was fun too that's nice I like that tradition yeah we've had a couple really cute um for photos from the hardy we've had some weddings where they've given ornaments as their um gifts to the guests and I love that that's a very cute idea yeah I have some on my tree because they always give us a gift too um so I have one from uh Jen and Mo this super cute couple um and it's the I think it's the skyline or it's the um, Capitol building. And then on the back, it's each of their signatures. Oh, that's very nice. So it was cute. They had it like custom made and it has their wedding date. And then we had another one. That's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cute. And we had another one that is like sand from Mexico because it was in Mexico. And um, people are so creative. I know. I Mm -hmm. love those things. I love anything personalized Mm -hmm. for weddings. Mm -hmm. Just really makes it special. And especially me having that tradition in my family where we give each other ornaments, it makes it extra special yes. when I get one from somebody else. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So anyway, guys, um, tune in next week. We'll be with a perfect blend band and we're super excited to have them join us on the wedding dish. Um, what do you think our next listener episode stories should be? <clears throat> I'm drawing a, bl- a total blank. Um, I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to announce it, I guess. <laughs> Good thing for Instagram. I know. Where we get all our ideas from you guys. <laughs> yeah. Or we post and then you send them to us. That's what I meant. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, are you researching on no, Instagram? I've no, never no. done that. <laughs> not this week anyway. Not until my cold goes away. But um, yeah, hopefully that'll be soon. You've yeah. been down for the count mm-hmm. for two weeks now. Yeah. That's a bummer. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in um, to The Wedding Dish. We had a super fun time reading your stories and going through all the holiday things that you guys sent us. It was super special and fun. And congratulations to everybody who got engaged or married over the holiday season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it should. we're excited to hear more about, um, about what you guys are up to. Feel yeah. free to reach out on Instagram. We're at The Wedding Dish Podcast. 
Um, or, you know, send us an email or anything. We're always open to ideas if you have any suggestions for listener stories. Um, I'm actually leaning toward doing something with gifts. Oh, Whether okay. you receive them or you give them at your wedding. But yeah. It's definitely like a a changing thing because now people are doing like um, paid weddings kind of thing. Yeah, like, like you the get honey a ticket fund or and like yeah. So it's definitely maybe we can do an episode about that. Yeah, let us know what you think. We'll do a poll on Instagram. You guys can let us know. Um, but thank you so much for t- tuning in for <laughs> for tuning into the wedding dish brought to you over full service radio at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan DC. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Wedding Dish on your preferred podcast listening to platform. Um, And if you have any feedback for us, send it on in, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on The Wedding Dish. Thanks, you guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Full Service RDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.